This is our devotional commentary for Numbers chapter 19. I'm Pastor Doug Corlew. Welcome to the Abide Podcast, where we daily begin with the reading of God's Word. Now the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying, This is the statute of the law that the Lord has commanded. Tell the people of Israel to bring you a red heifer without defect, in which there is no blemish, and on which a yoke has never come. And you shall give it to Eleazar the priest, and it shall be taken outside the camp and slaughtered before him. And Eleazar the priest shall take some of its blood with his finger and sprinkle some of its blood toward the front of the tent of meeting seven times. And the heifer shall be burned in his sight. Its skin, its flesh, and its blood with its dung shall be burned. And the priest shall take cedar wood and hyssop and scarlet yarn and throw them into the fire, burning the heifer. Then the priest shall wash his clothes and bathe his body in water, and afterward he may come into the camp. But the priest shall be unclean until evening. The one who burns the heifer shall wash his clothes in water and bathe his body in water and shall be unclean until evening. And a man who is clean shall gather up the ashes of the heifer and deposit them outside the camp in a clean place. And they shall be kept for the water, for impurity, for the congregation of the people of Israel. It is a sin offering. And the one who gathers the ashes of the heifer shall wash his clothes and be unclean until evening. And this shall be a perpetual statute for the people of Israel and for the stranger who sojourns among them. Whoever touches the dead body of any person shall be unclean seven days. He shall cleanse himself with the water on the third day and on the seventh day, and so be clean. But if he does not cleanse himself on the third day and on the seventh day, he will not become clean. Whoever touches a dead body, body of anyone who has died, and does not cleanse himself, defiles the tabernacle of the Lord and that person shall be cut off from Israel. Because the water for impurity was not thrown on him, he shall be unclean. His uncleanness is still on him. This is the law when someone dies in a tent. Everyone who comes into the tent, and everyone who is in the tent, shall be unclean seven days. And every open vessel that has no cover fastened on it is unclean. Whoever in the open field touches someone who was killed with a sword or who died naturally or touches a human bone or a grave shall be unclean seven days. For the unclean they shall take some ashes of the burnt sin offering and fresh water shall be added in a vessel. Then a clean person shall take hyssop and dip it in the water and sprinkle it on the tent and on all the furnishings and on the persons who were there and on whoever touched the bone, or the slain, or the dead, or the grave. And the clean person shall sprinkle it on the unclean on the third day and on the seventh day. Thus on the seventh day he shall cleanse him, and he shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water, and at evening he shall be clean. If the man who is unclean does not cleanse himself, that person shall be cut off from the midst of the assembly, since he has defiled the sanctuary of the Lord. Because the water for impurity has not been thrown on him, he is unclean. And it shall be a statute forever for them. 
The one who sprinkles the water for impurity shall wash his clothes, and the one who touches the water for impurity shall be unclean until evening. And whatever the unclean person touches shall be unclean, and anyone who touches it shall be unclean until evening. According to Funeral Etiquette Today, generally not frowned upon to touch the body in an open casket if it is done in a loving and respectful way. Some may react differently, but a close family member may find comfort in one final touch of the hair or hand. If you're actually present in the room when a loved one dies, some form of immediate physical touch may seem entirely appropriate. But if you lived in ancient Israel, such actions would make you ceremonially unclean for a week. Anyone who touched a corpse or a human bone or a grave or entered the tent of a dead man became unclean. And this uncleanness was contagious. Anything the unclean person touched would itself become unclean and infect others. There were many ways an Israelite might become unclean, but none were more serious than the uncleanness caused by death. While life was associated with God and holiness, death was associated with sin and uncleanness. Anyone who had contact with the dead was required to keep away from the sanctuary and undergo cleansing. Numbers 19 explains the process. Leviticus prescribes two methods of dealing with uncleanness, either washing in water and waiting until evening, or in more serious cases, waiting seven days and then offering a sacrifice. Offering a sacrifice was an expensive and difficult procedure which would have greatly added to the distress of family and friends when someone died. So this chapter provides an alternative remedy without the cost and inconvenience of sacrifice. Instead, the contaminated person could be treated with a concoction of water containing all the ingredients of a sin offering. A red heifer was slaughtered outside the camp and burned with blood included, then mixed with scarlet, cedarwood, and hyssop to produce a reddish cleansing ash. Water containing this ash was sprinkled on the unclean person or tent on the third day after contamination and then again on the seventh day. After bathing himself and washing his clothes, he was declared clean. But failure to undergo this ritual meant a defiling of the tabernacle and the person being cut off, that is, suffering a sudden and premature death. The ritual of this chapter is what the writer of Hebrews has in mind when he compares the blood of Christ to the sprinkling of defiled persons with the ashes of a heifer. Trusting his sacrifice, our hearts are purified forever. Thanks for listening to the Abide Podcast. For more information about Summit Church of Alta, go to summitefc.com. And I'll meet you again next time as we abide, living daily in the Word.